what you do and who you are are so interconnected that having a personal brand should feel really natural. Hi, I'm Maria, otherwise known as the Fit Foodie. I'm a chef, holistic nutritionist, author, inventor, and mom. And I want to welcome you to my podcast. It's called Recipes for Your Best Life. And with every episode, I'm peeling back the onion on fitness, nutrition, health, wellness, and family. The truth is you're the chef of your life. And for every important pillar, there's a great recipe worth sharing. So every week we'll explore them together. Think of it as food for thought that you can really sink your teeth into. So join me and let's squeeze the joy out of this life because you only get one. Can I get a fork, yeah? Today I'm interviewing Anna Vitoni. She is a personal brand strategist based in San Francisco. And I had the pleasure of meeting her when I was up in the Bay Area doing a book signing. And she and I did a live interview together. You can watch that on Facebook. I'll make sure that I include the link in the show notes. But what I thought would be fun is to have her share some of her secrets of what it takes to build your own personal brand, whether you are in business or just a person out there trying to get ahead and do the right thing. I think all of these tips and helpful ideas will serve you well. And of course, you know I'm going to talk to her about food. So let's hear what Anna has to say. Hey, Anna, what's up? Hey, girl. Thanks for having me. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy you're with me and us today. Um, And I just have to say again, it was such a pleasure to meet you when I was in San Francisco doing our book signing at the Ferry Building. It was like such a great thing to be able to sit down with you and chat. And for those of you listening, make sure you check out our Facebook Live that we did. And the, the link is in the show notes. But we had a great conversation about personal branding and your a personal brand strategist, I would call you a guru. What does that that mean? Well, great question. And just, yeah, in response, I mean, it was a great, I hope everyone that's listening to this definitely checks out that Facebook Live because we had a great discussion all about um, your book and personal branding. And it was so fun to be there and just have people in the room hanging out with us. So I really enjoyed that. It was great. For having me. Um, to answer your question about what does a personal brand strategist mean and do, um, it was so funny because I would say about a year ago, I woke up and I literally decided that morning, that's what I was going to be. <laughs> I said, I'm, I'm going to be a personal brand strategist. It was literally a night and day type of thing. But did you have a PR background or what prompted that? So great question. I was working... Um, as a co-founder for this startup in Silicon Valley. Hmm. And I was on a completely different path, but I was totally working for equity, running out of my own runway, just zero money. And I thought to myself, what can I do to make money on the side? And it needs to be flexible because I need it to work around my schedule. And so I started designing Squarespace websites for people but I was kind of inclined to design them for individuals versus any small businesses or companies. Hmm. And I loved the idea of helping people kind of manifest their personal brand through their website. And so it turned into something much bigger than designing a site. It turned into the brand positioning and the strategy and the messaging. 
And it just became something much bigger. And so when I say I woke up and decided I was a personal brand strategist, um, there, there was some work that was going um, into my job kind of before that. And I was just kind of developing what I wanted to be called and what this whole thing was. And that's what I came up with. I decided. Well, that, that's interesting. Brand strategy. Yeah. yeah. Well, you identified something. I think that's really important. And I know we're going to dive into this a little bit more in detail, but you could have a product or you can be your product. You can be the product that you're selling, but it's never about the thing you know, people want to do business with people that they can relate to and that they like, you know, and ultimately you have to kind of sometimes really like usher that out of people, would you say? Absolutely. I think um, we're kind of entering into this very interesting time and marketing has really shifted. And I don't think people trust companies as much as they will ever trust people. Mm. So there's so much value in a company's message coming from a person from being able to connect with the owner of a company or the CEO of a company. Because when we're able to connect with people, we can resonate with the message on a much deeper level. I, you know, and I, all you have to do is look at Instagram. I feel like the people that, you know, have such an incredible, like attentive following, I'm not talking about likes, I'm talking about, like, I will call them like lifelong hardcore fans yeah. are the ones that you feel like you can just, you feel like they're your friend, even though you don't know them. And I'll, I'll give you an example of who I absolutely adore is the rock. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the rock. I, I feel like I know him. I feel like he's my buddy. Like he's so real and his videos are so cute and the way he shares his family. And it's not about rock the, the rock, the, you know, the big dude that's on, you know, in major movies, it's like, there's a very beautiful human side of him that you get to experience. Totally. And don't you think that because of what he shares on social media, I mean, you're so much more inclined to go see his next movie or buy his next product or read what he has on his website. I mean, we're so much more drawn to people when they're open with us and when they're honest and they share what's really going on in their life. And I think the magic kind of happens when we're able to infuse our personal passions and our professional expertise and bring those two together to make a really cool brand that people want to follow and can get behind. So let me ask you this. When you work with clients and you help them to develop their brand, you know, I think there's, um, I'm a big fan of Brene Brown. I don't know if you're familiar with her, but she, you know, a big, uh, a big part of what she talks about is vulnerability and how courageous that is. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like you have to be vulnerable and show your personal side in order to um, you know, endear people to your personal brand or what, what's the, the line, I guess you could say. Yeah. You know, I actually watched Brene Brown's, um, Netflix documentary. Yeah. I just saw yeah. it this weekend. Yeah. And it really impacted me and it actually, you know, made me think a lot about what vulnerability has to do in regards to personal branding and how the two are intertwined. And I think you do have to be vulnerable to some extent to have, to have the kind of brand that we're talking about. I think it's so important that we are vulnerable, but I think vulnerability comes 
in waves. And I don't think that we necessarily have to go from zero to 100%. Mm-hmm. I think we can go, we can start small, you know, whether that's just sharing a, a, a sweet experience that you had over the weekend. And then maybe next time you share something a little bit deeper and then maybe a little bit deeper. But yeah. I don't think that, you know, I think people are intimidated by the word vulnerability and I don't want anyone to be intimidated by vulnerability. I think it can, it can happen in waves and as you feel comfortable with it. Yeah. I almost feel like sometimes people kind of like, it's almost like too much. I don't need to see you in your underwear. You know, like, (laughs) I think there is a line. You know, I mean, unless you want to, I also think like people, Um, seek out experts or seek out people to inspire them and motivate them. And I think there is a line there. Um, And when you work with people to kind of help tell their story, you know, where, where do you start? Do you start with, you know, more about them, more about what they're offering? How does, how does the whole process start? Yeah. Well, I actually, the first question that I ask my clients or any prospective clients is, What's your vision? What do you see for yourself in five years? Mm. What clothes are you wearing? You know, what job are you working at? And what does your family look like? Everything, even the, the personal side and the professional side. And then I ask them, now, what's your purpose? Like, what's your why? Mm-hmm. And I think having a why behind your brand is so important because mm-hmm. somebody can say, you know, I just want to have 20,000 followers on Instagram. And that's the main goal. But if you don't have a purpose behind that, you don't have a why behind why you want 20,000 followers on Instagram, it may be really hard to convince people that your message is worth following. Mm -hmm. So it's very important to identify what your why is, what your purpose is, and then you can build a strategy and a community and clarify your message centered around that purpose. Yeah, I, I think that's just so critical, you know, because... it can feel like it's just a like fest, you know, the truth is you can buy likes. So like it, it Mm -hmm. really, to me, you know, we have to kind of discern between what, what are we trying to do and what is our vision and affirmation looks like to us? Are we just after affirmation or are we really sharing our, um, our true purpose? And I, I think that is really critical Um, and so when you, you know, when you sit down and you say, okay, what's your why, what's your vision, where do you want to be? What are your priorities? How do you want this, this thing to look in five years? Because that's going to shape your life. Do you find that people, um, are resistant to seeing into the future or are they usually visionaries? Because I I think that's also like not an easy task to say, here's where I am now and here's where I want to be without it feeling like it's more uh, uh, material, I guess, in terms of success. You know, that's a good question. I think by the time that a prospective client comes to me, they're pretty certain that they know the vision and they just, they know the, where they want to be in the future. They just need someone to help them get there. And I think, you know, when someone searches the, the term personal brand strategist, they're already thinking their mind, their wheels are already turning. They're already wondering, how am I really going to manifest this brand? And what does my brand look like? And I know that I want to have a purposeful online presence. I'm just not quite sure the steps to get there. 
And I think, you know, even when I was building my brand, it was so hard because you have a certain idea in your mind, but to actually put that on paper and to mm. put it out online into the world, that's a whole nother ball game, you know, execution yeah. is always the hardest part. So it helps to have someone to kind of shoot ideas with back and forth. I, I think that's really critical because I, you know, I had a mentor um, and she was very, you know, one of the things that she taught from the very beginning was, you know, what is, what is that person that you're talking to look like? You know, where do they live? What are they, what are their ideals? What are their physical, you know, spiritual uh, lifestyle characteristics? Like get really specific and actually create um, you know, that, uh, what's the word called when you can actually see somebody, um, I'm trying to find the word in my brain. Anyways, um, <laughs> it's almost like sketch that person out exactly. yeah. so that you can see who you're talking to and always keep that in mind. And I know for me, um, you know, I started my career in the food industry over 27 years ago now. I'm so like, that's such a crazy thing to be able to say, but Congratulations. Well, it just tells you how ancient I am, but <laughs> no, you're seasoned. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. With a lot of salt. Uh, <laughs> there you go. But, uh, but when I, you know, when I look back on how things have like changed and adjusted for me, you know, it was really like the last decade where I started my business and my business was really based more on a product, even though I have a culinary background and a nutrition background, but I really like honed that during the process. And what I found is it wasn't just about the product. It was about me showing people how to use it in their lifestyle and bringing my food skills and my nutrition point of view into the frame and bringing them into my life because I, I really believe the product works to help make your life better, but it could have only been a product. You know what I mean? I think it's hard because we think that we can separate ourselves between from um, our work and our, our lives. And it's so much harder, especially when you're running like a small business. I mean, the two, what you do and who you are are so interconnected that having a personal brand should feel really natural. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think, you know, expert marketers will tell you, show, don't tell. So I think if you do have a product-based business or even a service-based business, um, being able to show your audience and clients or customers how to use something or what you can do for them instead of telling them works wonders. A hundred percent. I mean, yeah. I will say that like the worst thing that you could do is sell, sell, sell. I think, you know, people are like, they don't want you shoving it down their throats. You know, if you, if you incorporate it into like a way that's relevant for them, it just, to me, I don't, I certainly don't want to be sold to the minute I feel like somebody's selling to me, I'm out. I too exactly. completely exactly. out. So when you are your own brand, when you are, um, Say, for example, you're a health coach mm -hmm. and you have a program that you're selling, you know, but ultimately you don't want to sell it. What would you say to that person? You know, how do you put that across without actually selling it as a yeah. brand? I would say use Instagram stories, use IGTV, um, incorporate, bring in some of your friends, you know, have, have, 
your friends be in the frame with you, be talking with them about some of the stuff that you do, some of the tips, and having people share their own experiences and how they've been blessed by your expertise. Mm. You know, what have you shown other people? When you can get other people rally behind whatever you're trying to do, it resonates so much deeper. Testimonials. Like, you can think about... For instance, if you're searching for a product on Amazon, you're not so much looking at the product details as you are looking at the reviews by how people have been impacted by this certain product. Totally. I think it works in the same way for other things too. Yeah. So anytime you can bring anyone else into the picture and kind of, you know, yeah, get your friends rally behind it or some of your favorite clients rally behind it, then that's a really good way to, to uh, sell whatever you're selling. I love that. And it's so important. My goodness. I mean, we all, you know, we live and die by reviews these days. Yeah, and so you want to know that somebody else has benefited. I, I had a situation uh, yesterday, actually, I was out with uh, some friends and they, um, you know, they're, they're new friends, people that I have not been around for a very long time, but they had a dinner party and they made a bunch of recipes from the book <laughs> and they, oh, cool. were, they were telling me all about it in detail and like unsolicited, you know, just like, yeah, we made five different recipes and, you know, everybody took one and made it and we all had this little dinner party and it was so fun and they were so easy. And this, I was like, that would be the perfect thing to put on Instagram story. That's what I was, I was right like, there. You please, could you please write, like send pictures, write it up, you know, post yes. something. Cause that means yes. everything. And people are more than happy to share something that's positively impacted them more than happy to do it. So it's a win-win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. So I, I think, you know, when all is said and done, you are a brand call it like you're helping people to develop the brand and develop their story and make it so that it's relevant. What, what do you do to take care of yourself? Because that puts, that's a lot of you that's out there that's helping other people. And I think that takes a lot of energy. What is, what is a normal day of self-care, you know, feeding yourself the right way look like so that you have that energy to give to others? I think you are right in that I do. Um, I, I'm working with a lot of clients and my clients' wins are my wins. My clients' failures are my failures. I mean, we're hoping that there's going to be no failures, but you know what I mean? I mean, yeah. I feel everything very deeply for them because we're working so intimately. Um, and so prioritizing self-care is very important to me. I definitely make time for yoga or Pilates or taking a nice walk. I would say once a day, at least getting some form of exercise I'm pretty good about. Mm -hmm. And I think the one thing that has been so critical to me during this whole season of entrepreneurship is setting aside time for a meal. And what I mean by that is really taking myself out to lunch or taking myself out to dinner, but not in a restaurant, just in my own home. And so I really prioritize setting the table and pouring a glass of water and cutting a slice of lemon and making the presentation feel really nice because it's just a way that I am honoring myself and taking myself out and showing myself that I, that I love myself. And so, you know, the, the meal doesn't have to be fancy. It doesn't have to be this super, you know, crazy thing. It's just very simple. But I think prioritizing that 30 to 45 minutes 
and, you know, just taking myself out to lunch is, is the best thing that I've been able to do for myself. And it's really gotten me through some of the harder parts of entrepreneurship. Yeah. I think, you know, always, you know, I, and that's something that's uh, been so important to me in my message is, you know, this is not about a diet. This isn't about deprivation. This is about abundance and getting in tune with what it means to actually put your hands in food and take the time to prepare it and make it look beautiful and enjoy it. And I, you know, you become so much more than an eater at that point. You become, you know, you're an alchemist. You are a kitchen magician. I love the term alchemist. (laughs) It's magic, right? We, we're the only living beings that have the ability to do that. So what is like, what's a favorite meal or something that you love to make and enjoy maybe by yourself or with others? I have been really into, I'm sorry, this isn't a meal because I'm going to be very honest with all of your listeners. I'm kind of a lazy cook. (laughs) It's all right. (laughs) But you know what? I really enjoy putting together um, a nice smoothie or a shake. And so lately what I've been doing is adding some spinach and avocado and some cow cow, or is that how I say it? Cacao. Yeah, cacao. Yep. And um, just adding some almond milk and making this really like healthful, bountiful smoothie really gets me started on such a great note and gets my day going. Well, that's a meal. I mean, all of the things that you just mentioned in a in a glass is a total meal. And, perfect. <laughs> and and it's nourishing and it's giving you the energy and the stamina to be able to to kickstart your day and get and get through. And um, I think it's you know, and for everybody listening, like there's not one habit that works across the board. I think it it's it's very unique and and specific to you. Um, but I think the bottom line is, do you feel energetic and, and joyful after you do that? Yes. And I think, you know, I used to not prioritize a healthy meal and I cannot believe what a difference it made in my productivity and my energy levels, just with my whole mood. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when I started prioritizing that one hour a day, like sitting down for a meal and making myself something really bountiful. I cannot believe the impact it made on my work and how much better of an entrepreneur I became because I prioritized a healthy meal. That's so great. That makes me really happy because I I think also, you know, people get into this mindset that it's very time consuming and cumbersome and difficult, but um, the return on a simple investment of time, and it's not a significant amount of time when you look at all the hours in the day of what it can do is, is really priceless. You can't even put a number on it. Totally. It's invaluable. And I think for a long time, I was one of those people that thought, you know, this is just going to take too much time. I don't, I, I, I don't even know how to cook. I'm not sure what to do in the kitchen, but it can be something so simple. Like my smoothie, for example, it doesn't have to be something that's super intricate and hard to put together. Um, and I think, you know, when I was looking through your cookbook after I, I purchased it at our, um, at the San Francisco Ferry Building. Which thank you very much. For being a customer. <laughs> <laughs> I had to support. Um, there's a lot of great recipes in there that I know that I can just do very quickly and I'll be so much happier 
after I've done it. You know, I'll feel so much better and so much more fulfilled when I um, take the time to make a good meal like that. Well, and I, I thank you for that. And I think, you know, ultimately when you are your brand or you are mentoring people to develop their brand, how you come across your energy, your, I mean, let's just face it, like your appearance, how you feel in your skin um, is going to resonate that much more. And, you know, it, it is very personal. And I think, um, you know, when I, when I look back, I know there was a time where I really beat myself up um, around food and didn't really understand what that meant. And I know that I wasn't showing my best face, whatever that, you know, I'm not talking about physical. I mean, how I felt in my skin, even though it was, um, you know, I look back like 15 years ago, I didn't feel the same way as I do now. I feel much better now. So I want to encourage people like it's never too early or late to start. and you are everything, you know, it's your house, it's your, it's your future. And what you put out there is, is what you end up getting back in return. Absolutely. I mean, I think I help, I mean, I help people look good online and put their best foot forward online. That's a big part of my job, but also there's a big um, element to personal branding offline and how you present yourself offline. And I think so much of that has to do with diet and really just taking the time to really feed yourself all that is good and healthy. What does that mean offline? Yeah. So for instance, someone's personal brand could I mean, you really, you might really be able to notice someone's personal brand, for instance, at like a networking event. Mm. You know, what are they wearing? What are their business cards look like? How are they uh, speaking? And all of those things help to contribute to people's perception of us. And so there are so many touch points of communication that influence how people perceive us. And a lot of those are now online, which is kind of where I come into play. But a lot of it also happens offline. So yeah a lot to consider uh, in that regard too. Well, and I, I think that's so critical because how you present yourself, you know, you may see somebody and then meet them in person and be like, oh, that was like a lackluster yeah. experience. And that that's going to leave a bad taste in your mouth. I, I met uh, Marcus Samuelson, famous chef and, you know, just uh, has an extraordinary person and humanitarian. And I met him in person and I was just like, I like him so much more now. <laughs> Cause yeah. So and that's what we and, want, right? Yeah. We want people to, to get a taste of what we, who we are online and want to meet us so bad that they do and are just blown away. And they have an, a killer, amazing first impression of us. That is the goal. I love it. So if you, okay, we're going to, I'm going to definitely make sure everybody knows how to find you um, so that they can come to you if they're in pursuit of developing their own brand. Maybe they have a product that they want to put out there or themselves as a product or a service. Um, but what is, what's the best way that they can reach you? So I make myself very available through Instagram. That's probably the platform I'm most active on. I'm also really active on LinkedIn. So if you want to connect through there, I'm always available. And my website is probably like the best place. It's just kind of the home base. So you can definitely subscribe to my newsletter. I send out 
uh, weekly updates with a bunch of personal branding wisdom just in that newsletter alone. Your newsletter and, is fantastic, by oh, the thank way. You. Really I have wonderful. a lot of fun putting those together and I put a lot of love into them. So there's some good see that. Yeah, you can see that. Okay, so we'll have all the links in the show notes you can connect to there very easily. But I want to leave you uh, with one question with our listeners with one question and and for you to think about here. If you had one last meal, like the thing that you love the most. (laughs) Okay, I know it already. (laughs) What would it be? (laughs) Okay, so I lived in Florence, Italy for a year. And by far, the best meal I've ever had was just a plain margarita pizza with a glass of red wine. And, and so I know what you're talking about. Pizza in Italy is a very different experience. Yes. And if that was going to be my last meal, I would die a happy girl. <laughs> I love it. Oh, bon appetito to everybody on that note. Thank you, Anna, for being here with us and sharing your wisdom. And, um, and guys, make sure you check her out and follow her there. I've learned so much just in the brief time that we've known each other and just seeing how she portrays herself online and her bits of wisdom in her newsletter, invaluable content. So again, thank you, Anna. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much, Maria. Hey, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I know you have a lot of choices out there of what to listen to, what to watch. So it means a lot to me that you're here with me. And hey, if you love this content, would you hit the subscribe button? I want you around. I don't want you to just show up for one episode and leave. I want you here, part of the conversation, a seat at this table. And while you're at it, would you share this with your friends and family? And if you take a screenshot and share it on your social media with a hashtag RFYBL for recipes for your best life, I'll make sure to personally give you a shout out and you may just be featured right here on the show. So until next time, here's to living deliciously and being the chef of your best life.